Well, today is the day you can make your voice be heard, and a figure skating legend steps in to help his hometown library. Welcome to the Morning Agenda, WITF's daily news podcast, where the only agenda is you. A good morning to you. It is Tuesday, November 7th, Election Day, and this is being recorded at 9.18 a.m. I'm your host, Tim Lambert, as we take this daily trip around the region's top stories. So let's get started. As I said, Election Day is today, and Pennsylvanians are casting ballots for judges for the three biggest courts in the Commonwealth. Polls are open until 8 tonight, and my colleague Ben Wasserstein reports on what you need to know before you cast your ballot. In an interview with WITF's The Spark, Commonwealth Secretary Al Schmidt told voters to have a plan. Make sure to look up to make sure you're registered to vote and to know where your polling place is. On the ballot are positions on the state Supreme Court, the Commonwealth Court, and Superior Court. To find your polling place, you can go to vote.pa.gov. That's vote.pa.gov. Also, voters on both ends of the state are deciding who will lead the most populous counties, and these elections will set the electoral stage for 2024. In the nation's sixth largest city, voters in Philadelphia will be electing their new mayor, and across the state, voters are choosing the next Allegheny County executive. Now, Allegheny encompasses Pittsburgh, the state's second largest city, and voters there will also determine who will be the district attorney in the county. A former candidate for Reading's Public Works Director is suing the city after his job offer was rescinded. My colleague Gabriela Martinez reports a federal judge has cleared the lawsuit for trial. The city says it rescinded the job offer to Martin Neely because it learned he had not disclosed his entire work history. But Neely, a geotechnical and civil engineer by training, contends his job was rescinded after the city found out about a discrimination lawsuit he filed against a prior employer. This decision to withdraw the offer happened after the mayor's administration had announced Neely's appointment in a news conference. Mark Weinstein, an attorney representing Neely, says city officials should be held accountable. This was going to be a $125,000 a year job as public works director for a great American city. They illegally denied him that, and that has caused him great harm. The trial date is set for January, but the parties could reach a settlement before that. Now, you all know this, but I like repeating it. Each morning, I go through about a dozen news sites across central Pennsylvania looking for a few stories to put on your radar because they cover issues that could impact you or your community in the future. So first up today is a follow-up on a story I told you about yesterday, and it comes from our sister newsroom, LNP Lancaster Online. Figure skating icon and Lancaster County native Johnny Weir is stepping up to assist the Coryville Library. Weir, who grew up in Quarryville, plans to donate $1,000 to the facility. The move comes after Fulton Township supervisors declined to fund the Burroughs Library because it offers materials about LGBTQ plus life and culture. Weir, an avid supporter of both his hometown and LGBTQ plus causes, says he'll cover the township's annual allocation to the library for as long as he can. 
He has since posted a link to the donation page for Coryville Library Center in his Instagram feed. And Library Board President Chris Waite says since then, a substantial influx of donations has been received. He did not put a dollar figure on the donations at this point. So you may know the 39-year-old Weir is a three-time U.S. national champion in men's figure skating and a two-time Olympian. He is a member of the U.S. Figure Skating Hall of Fame. Coryville Library Center is one of 14 libraries in the library system of Lancaster County. And the first woman to serve as coroner in Pennsylvania has died at the age of 93. The York Daily Record reports Catherine Foreman, who served as York County coroner from 1973 to 1998, passed away Saturday at Bristol Medical Center in Tennessee. She was named acting coroner back in 1972 when her boss, Dr. H. Malcolm Reed, died. She then was elected to the position the following year. Foreman served on the Governor's Task Force Committee to help draft a new drunk driving law in the state, and she wrote a book about her experiences called Death is a Funny Thing. If you're interested, the family has requested memorial donations be sent to York City Dollars for Scholars. That's a program she helped found to provide scholarship aid to York City students. Here's a reminder that The Morning Agenda is available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and on the WITF YouTube channel. And if you find it in one of those places that allows you to write a review or leave a rating, we ask that you please do so. And if you like what you hear, share it with your friends and on your social media channels. And you can play a huge role in helping spread the word about our tiny little podcast. So let's turn to the most pressing matter right now. What is the one song you are thinking about or singing along to in your head? Reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at TLambert895. You can also find me on Blue Sky at that same handle as well. Let me know what that song is. I'd love to check it out. And be sure to check out our Spotify playlist. It's called The Morning Agenda Song of the Day, November 2023. And the song I added today is The Violent Femmes, Blister in the Sun. That is going to do it for The Morning Agenda. It's a daily news podcast from WITF, where the only agenda is you. I'm your host, Tim Lambert. Thank you so much for listening today. Your company is always appreciated. Be well, go cast your ballot, and we'll talk again tomorrow. Tomorrow.